Vabbing with Moquette, Hey, what's going on, world? If y'all can't tell, I'm in a happy type of mood. And I know I start each segment off with happy, happy, but you know why? Because I'm happy we woke up today. So, with that being said, I thank you all for tuning in, chiming in, and fabbing with MoCat. Yes. I'm in the mood to hear some throwback music. I don't know about y'all, but I definitely love me some throwback music. So if you did tune in last week, then you know for a fact that we decided to play some slow music, the smooth grooves, you know, those oldies but goodies. So for tonight, I wanted to switch it up a bit and let's just hype it up a bit and let's listen to some throwback hip hop. And I'm talking about those club bangers. I mean, those songs that just bring back some crazy memories, you know, good memories, but crazy memories. So our conversations will focus on, you know, the music that we hear, things that come to thought, I mean, things that come to mind, you know, and just let's have some fun tonight. So if you have not yet, be sure to hit that like, share, follow, and subscribe button so you can always be notified as soon as I do drop new content. And if you are not a listener on Spotify, then you are not getting the full experience. But enough of me talking. Let's go right ahead and get into this segment. Be sure to chime in, vibe in, and let me know your thoughts. And also let me know if there's any music you want me to play. Y'all know I'm open to suggestions. So let's get to it. But enough of me talking. Let's get right into the segment. I do hope you all enjoy. All right, all right, all right. Hi. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Here I go again. But that's how we get the night started off. So that was Say Ay Ya Ya by Ying Yang Twins. And that was also Wait a Minute by Lil Kim and Ray J. Yes, I know. Two good throwbacks, right? So the song Wait a Minute, that actually takes me back. So there was this under 18 or under 21 nightclub that we had here years ago. You know, so back in the day, it was like everything for, you know, a kid to go to a club. That's just, you felt like you were the stuff pretty much, you know? So um, every Friday and Saturday night, they had these club nights. So of course, you know, it was all the kids that were from the North side. So we all would go there all dressed up in our new outfits, you know, feeling all good, feeling all great. You know, imagine we're like all teenagers. So long story short, Uh, There was this one night, you know, so we go in and, you know, we're dancing, we're grooving. And then somebody grabs my hand, you know, and back then that was the thing. Like you grab the person's hand, you walk them around, you know, and that's how you start dancing. So what's crazy is what we call twerking nowadays. We actually call the dookie butt back in the day. I don't know where the word dookie butt came from, but that was most definitely the dance that we did. You know, you used to move your legs and pump your butt yes like that was our dookie butt so uh, I remember dancing with this boy 
and we're sitting there dancing and you know this is the day out of all days i decided to wear these big bloomers so imagine i'm sitting there doing the dookie butt with these bloomers on you know i'm pretty sure he's seen them but you know back then i don't know if you know boys really paid attention to that i think they did but whatever you know so we're dancing so the next thing we know they're announcing over the mic like yeah cash money about to come in the building and da, 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 da. you know but it was like they were coming after the club so it was like the club ended at nine and then cash money was coming after you know so you had to repay pretty much so mind you my mom already gave us money it was me my sister and my cousin you know so mind you my mom already gave us money to go to the club in the beginning and then here we go running back to her like mama you know uh, we need more money. They're charging more because cash money's going to be there. And she's like, no, they're not. I'm like, yeah, they're really going to be there. They're going to come do autographs, all that stuff. You know, so you could just tell she was just like, ah, here we go. So she went and gave us the money. Mind you, it was $25. So that's, come. she's coming out of her pocket, 20, I'm sorry, $75 right off top. You know, so we go, we get the money. We go back to the club, give them the money. So then we start dancing some more and, you know, we jigging. And then next thing you know, it's like the limo pull up, you know, and it's like a stretch limo. I think it was a stretch Hummer, you know. So we see this Hummer back up, you know, and it's coming and everybody's screaming, getting all crazy, you know. So security's like, stay back, stay back. You know, we're like, all right. So then next thing we know, they opened the window about an inch or two. So we're all sitting there like, well, all right, we are going to get out the car. You know, we're waiting for autographs, pictures, all that stuff. You know, so the next thing we know, this hand just comes out the window. It wasn't even a whole hand. It was just some fingers, you know. So my sister, she's one of the ones that run up to the truck and she's touching the hand. And, you know, they're like, hey, hey, imagine if monkeypox and COVID was out back then. But anyway, so, um, you know all we see is his hand, you know, and we're sitting there like, well, when y'all gonna get out the truck, you know? So then next thing we know, they put the window back up and they drove off, you know? And us as kids, we're like, but y'all told us it was going to be a meet and greet and we're going to get autographs, pictures, all of that, you know, because y'all know back in the day, it was always, even to this day, it was always just the hardest thing to have, you know, your picture taken in the club. Like it's a memory and it's just the fact that you were there, you know? So us picturing that we're going to go ahead and get these pictures taken with cash money, you know, and we didn't get anything. We didn't get a picture. We didn't get an autograph. We didn't even see somebody, you know? So me thinking back now, I'm like, how do we even know that was cash money in that limo? Like, you know, I mean, that could have been anybody. They just put in a limo and put their hands out the window. You know, they definitely got out on all them kids and now doing the math, you know, they definitely made some money, you know, but it was just amazing how they could sit here and, you know, say cash money's coming. And, you know, they said one thing and all these kids believed it. And of course they knew they were going to go to their parents. They wouldn't go to no adults saying, Hey, cash money going to be in the building and pull off some stuff like that. You know what I mean? But it was crazy. Just that one song, wait a minute, took me back. Cause I remember dancing to that song and I just remember everything about that night, you know? So that's what I mean. Like sometimes it is awesome to definitely hear some throwback music, you know, cause it, I just cannot believe that we even paid the money that we even believed them, you know, the cash money was coming, but Hey, you live and you learn, right? Yes. Well, let's go ahead and listen to some more music and I will be right back after this. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Miss Rihanna herself. I mean, her music just 
really makes me feel like especially that song like listen to me cheesing but that was definitely one of my favorite songs so years ago I was actually going to try out for the bad girls club you know that was the song I decided to play you know I had like my little intro video I mean I was really thinking about sending in this video you know for the bad girls club and I was like just yes I'm that bitch like y'all need to pick me like yes like I'm coming on your show period like I'm shutting it down like that was just my attitude you know and then out of nowhere it was like my sister humbled me like real quick she's like bitch you're not ready for that like just like you're not ready for that like you know and I had to really think about everything I mean at the time of my life it felt like it was you know the perfect timing for everything you know but then looking back now I just I probably wouldn't have wanted to do something like that. Like, I can't even believe, you know, that I wanted to do something like that. I'll say that, you know, but it's just crazy to sit here and think back. Like, just a little song can bring up a memory, you know what I mean? And yes, I was definitely was going to try for the Bad Girls Club. Like, that was like my shit, you know, I love that show. And, you know, listen to me now, you know, I barely watch TV, but when I do, I watch it, you know, and then I'll be on Instagram too, you know, you see a lot of shit on Instagram and you know Facebook I see some things too like Facebook actually like there are you know positive um people who put out positive quotes positive posts and you know sometimes I don't know if the posts are coming from them or if they're copied and pasted you know what I mean I don't know but I feel like it's a message to someone out there somewhere and you know for whatever reason it was put out there so that's actually what I'm going to bring up so I did come across the post and I wanted to share with everybody because I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships yes here we go but I'm going to share this post I'm going to put it on my page also so be sure to take a look um but I wanted to share this post with you all so it's important to discuss your expectations wants needs and deal breakers up front because it saves people from wasting time Depending on your responses during the conversation immediately determines if I stay around or not. But one of my biggest deal breakers is my timeline. I stand on my words when I say I will not stay with someone more than three years without a proposal because if I'm still with you after three years, I've already decided I can see life with you and I refuse to be engaged for more than two years because one thing I hate is an engagement that be three plus years because what's the holdup? The moral of the story is that to have these discussions up front, people find out way too late in the relationship that they aren't on the same page and I hate that for anybody and everybody you know and when I seen this post like this was like something that was really deep because when you think about it what are deal breakers you know what I mean what are things that you may not talk about you know with someone in the beginning like you know I've said it before we all have certain conversations with certain people you know what I mean and at the same time it's like you have that conversation with that person but you pretty much tell them all the things that they can change you know what I mean and they can show you a different person you know but when you begin to talk about things that are a bit deeper as far as marriage and you know are you do you want to have kids how long are you willing to be married how long are you willing to be engaged you know I mean I know people that have been engaged for five plus years you know and people question well why are y'all why aren't y'all married why aren't y'all married you know what I mean and for whatever reason 
you know, they're not married, you know what I mean? But I feel like this post right here most definitely, you know, should open people's eyes to different things. You know, what are deal breakers? You know what I mean? What are things that you were just choosing not to deal with? You know what I mean? Do you say these things up front or are you somebody that sit back and you know you wait for the moment to come for somebody to ask you that question for you know the opportunity to present itself you know what I mean I just really think that a lot of people would stop wasting time and energy if they had conversations like this ahead of time you know this needs to be that conversation that's included in you know What's your favorite color? What What are your hobbies? You know what I mean? Do you see yourself being married? You know what I mean? And how long is it going to take for you to be married? You know, like, don't be shy to ask these type of questions, you know, because you don't want to waste your time. Like, nobody does, right? Yes. Like, that's just how I feel. Be sure to chime in. Let me know. I'll go ahead and post this on my page so you all can see it. Be sure to comment below. Let me know what you think, you know, if you feel as if, you know, that's not a conversation. It has to be talked about right now, or if it's something that should be done up front, but be sure to chime in. Let me know. Let's go ahead and take another music break. So that was T-Pain and Young M.A. with FBGM. Definitely that song that go to when you're in that mood. But Young M.A., O-M-G, where do I even begin? So for me, I feel like Young M.A. set the bar for all studs. Like, that's just how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to be interested in a stud, like, she got to have Young M.A.'s swag, point blank, period like yes young and may can definitely get it listen to me but yes i'm definitely a big young and may and a big t-pain fan definitely one of my favorites and speaking of that you know what's crazy is dating itself you know what i mean like how crazy is dating like you're meeting a complete stranger for starters you know what i mean and you're introducing yourself you're bringing them into your world or vice versa and you know what i mean it's like it's just it's really different right you know so i remember a few years ago i was actually dating this guy you know and What's crazy is I remember going to the store and I had on some jeans and some heels, you know, and he had like this little slick line to say, you know, and it kind of takes me back to like them old fashioned movies, you know, where the guy with the tight pants walks up with this cheesy ass line, you know, and he'll steal somebody's woman. Like, but anyway, he, you know, had this cheesy ass line and, you know, I fell for it. So we go out on a couple of dates and, you know, it was cool. And then they had like the third or fourth date, you know, and it's like, all right, everything's good. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, like I drank Long Island's back then, you know, I drank Long Island's and I had a Corona on the side, you know, so it was like this one particular night I had a Long Island at the bar and I had a beer, you know, but I felt like so heavy, like, you know, like almost like I drank like four or five Long Island's, you know, and 
he was like, well, come on, let's get you back home. You know, let's get you to the car. And I'm like, cool, you know, because I just like really start feeling like shit, like out of nowhere, you know? So, um, we go to the car and I must've dozed off and fell asleep. So then when I wake up, I remember seeing like bits and pieces, you know, of like, uh, looks like a motel, you know, with the lights and shit on. And, you know, I was like so tired that I couldn't like get up and, get the fuck up you know so next thing I went back to sleep and the next time I woke back up I like woke up in a room ass naked you know and I'm pulling open the door you know and with the motels you know they have the little locks on them at the top you know and I'm pulling open the door and I'm like help and I'm screaming out the door he's like babe babe chill chill calm down you know and I'm looking back at him like help you know and I'm screaming because I'm so lost like I don't know what the fuck happened last thing I know you know I was in a bar chilling and the next thing I know I'm in a fucking motel room and I'm fucking naked and I'm screaming for help through the fucking crack hole peep hole of a door you know so then it's like I was like all right let me pull everything together you know and I was still out of it you know so I guess I went back to sleep again and then um it, the next time I woke up it was the morning and I felt like shit you know and I went, remember going home and I just I really felt like shit you know and I realized at that moment that I was roofied you know like that he put something in my drink and you know it just it made me act totally out of character you know I could barely remember where I was like if he was to ask me where that motel was I wouldn't be able to tell you you know what I mean but I just pray to God and thank the God that you know I made it back home you know that I was able to share the story and tell that you know tell this to someone you know what I mean but it's like being in those type of positions and situations changes your outlook on dating you know what I mean like you don't want to meet anybody new you know you're like scared you're afraid and you know people are like you have to live life and you know I want to be able to live it not be able to have it shortened because I decided to just go out and date and just put my safety and my trust into a complete stranger you know and that's crazy because that's like the crazy part about dating you know it's just you don't know somebody you know they can show you the person that they are a million times but at the end of the day you don't really know who that person is you know and that's pretty scary and that's why I just said I'm gonna play a cool for a minute you know I just I'm gonna live life I'm gonna build my brand I'm gonna work on a few different things and you know what I mean I'm just I'm calling it for some time like yes I mean I gotta make connections but that don't mean somebody gotta connect the path to get to my pants you feel me yes or get to my heart not just my pants my heart too you know but ah dating itself is fucking stressful at least for me it is you know but I know we all go through shit you know but that was definitely a learning lesson a life learned lesson for me you know and I have never put myself in that position since you know but it's crazy because sometimes you have to learn different things in order to you know learn lesson it's just it's it's crazy dating the dating life's crazy like it's crazy you know but that's what I like about this segment the session you know what I mean I like to vibe about different things not just stay focused on one you know because our thoughts aren't just focused on one main thing they're all over the place am I lying or am I lying no am I right <laughs> am I right there we go you know but let's go ahead and shuffle this play this didn't have a chance to listen that was if i had no loot by tony tone tone and for me that song speaks volumes you know for starters he's pretty much saying if i didn't have any money you know what i still have the people that 
say they're my friends? Would they still be my friends? You know what I mean? Are people using me for my money? You know, I guess that's what it comes down to, you know, and I feel them on that because it's like at the end of the day, you know, I mean, people have ulterior motives. I'll say that for all different types of things, you know, and you don't know that because we can't read other people's thoughts. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to pick and choose your crew wisely, you know, and everybody that seemed good may not be good, you know, but that song definitely a throwback but it just it makes you dance doesn't it like it definitely had me up like yes yes like but um I wanted to keep on moving about keep on talking you know get back into our relationship talk so next up I actually had this conversation with my sister and she said that you know she had met this couple that were married for well they were just celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary like yes can i get a hand clap please like yeah 60 years of being married you know and they said that their secret to lasting so long was to never go to sleep mad and to always talk everything out you know and I really feel that because I kind of feel like that's like the secret to life you know what I mean to surviving is to not go to sleep mad you know what I mean but just them to you know being married for 60 years I mean that is just beautiful you know and we don't see a lot of that anymore and I mean that could do with so many different things but you know I just wonder why, you know, but that brings me to this other post that I actually came across on Facebook. And this person actually was talking about, you know, our grandparents and such being married for so long and this generation barely making it a year, you know, but I wanted to share that post with you all. So I guess our parents stayed together simply because they didn't have thousands of people following them or liking their pictures at their disposal when their marriage or relationship got hard. Nowadays, when a relationship hits the rocks, we can just log on and get high off this false sense of security and appreciation. We value our worth based on comments and inbox messages filled with colorful words that have no depth. Meanwhile, the person who loves you when there is no filter on your face becomes an option and the rest of the world who sees your representatives become priority. Don't lose what is real, chasing behind what only appears to be. You know, and that was so strong. Wasn't that strong, y'all? Like, because it just really makes you question, you know, the, what doesn't make you question? Because I feel like that's the answer right there. You know, why we're not staying married as long because we have so many different people chiming in our business but at the same time people if you put your business out there it's going to be chimed upon you know like if you put your every move your every relationship every breakup every feeling emotion all that if you put all those things on social media I mean you're asking for other people to be all in your business whether you accept it or not you know but to each his own but at the end of the day you know a big reason why a lot of our relationships aren't lasting is because there's so many different people chiming in. You know, for me, it's one thing to get advice, you know, from other people, because I'm not going to make my decisions solely based on 
the opinion of one person. You know what I mean? So I listen to a few different people and I get my decision based off of, you know, all the advice, but it's ultimately my decision, right? You know, and some people have to remember that, you know, this is your life, you know, at the end of the day, but I kind of do feel like, you know, a big reason why people don't make it is because they just, they let other people dictate their lives, dictate the relationships. You know, they look at social media as a, as a come up, you know, in actuality, sometimes it tears people down because it feels like they have to compete with people that they don't even have to compete with. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, everything you see online isn't real. You know, every smile you see isn't truly a smile. You know, I've seen a lot of pictures of couples, you know, that a picture is worth a thousand words, you know what I mean? But if you know people, then sometimes you know when somebody's happy and when they're faking it, you know what I mean? And it just, I'm seeing more and more couples that are faking it, you know? And then I think COVID itself kind of like pushed people together, you know, people that you wouldn't have thought would have been together ended up together. Why? Because the world was shut down for a while and people got lonely, you know? I mean, but I'm not saying that's the only reason, but you know, I mean, it's wow, you know, but be sure to chime in. I'm going to go ahead and post this one also. Be sure to comment, let me know what you guys think about the post. If you feel like, you know, that's the reason why a lot of our relationships, you know, aren't succeeding past a year, you know, versus this couple that was, you know, they're celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary. But let's go ahead and keep things moving. All right, all right, all right. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to figure out sooner or later what movie that is off of. I feel like I should know it by now. But that was The Dip by Freak Nasty. And that was also White Tea by Them Franchise Boys. Now, two throwbacks for real. But the song White Tea, for me, that takes me back to the whole baggy clothes stage. You know, when everybody was around rocking uh, big white tees, baggy jeans, you know, heavy chains, like everything was just big at that time. You know, and it's amazing to see where that style was then to where we're at now. You know what I mean? I mean, especially when you think about that video, you know, White Tea and Oh, I Think They Like Me, like all those songs, everybody was into the big baggy clothes stage, you know, and even back in the 90s, you know, ladies were actually rocking the baggy clothes, you know, and that's a trend I'm actually beginning to see come back now, you know, and I'm here for it. I love it. You know, I love for people to be unique and different, you know, there's just something sexy about being unique and different, you know. But that song, White Tea, and then actually that kind of brings me to, I had watched this interview with Boozy, you know, and Boozy was on there and he was talking about, you know, how things have changed and, you know, how back then he used to rock the big, heavy, long chains, you know, and now he rocks the short chains that's around his neck. And he was just pretty much like, you know, back then these little chains wouldn't have got you noticed nowhere, you know, because that wasn't the style, you know, the big, heavy chains were the style. You know, and then I had also seen somebody said it on Instagram. I don't remember exactly who, but somebody said on Instagram and they were like, they were at a pool party, you know, and they were just like, they couldn't believe that there were so many women at the party and everybody had white toenails 
eyes, you know, like not one person had gold, red, any other color, you know, and they're like, you ladies are actually telling me that you ladies are actually telling me that you don't have one other color nail polish. Like everybody has to be the same. Everybody has to rock the same color nail polish, you know? And me, I'm like, where's the originality? You know what I mean? Where's the creativity at? Like, but I guess it's one of those things where it's like, you know, white toenails are a trend right now, you know? And people like look at people funny if they don't have white toenails, you know? But once again, that's one of them things of not following and doing what everybody else is doing. You know, like I love to see people that have their own style you know they just dress the way that they want to dress you know because that just shows that they're original and they're creative and they're uniquely different you know what I mean but to hear that song you know and just go back in the time when you know everybody rocked baggy clothes is just amazing to me but be sure to chime in let me know if you were actually one of them people that definitely did rock the baggy clothes when it was a baggy clothes stage you know and if you did stop rocking the baggy clothes why you know was it because society stopped rocking the baggy clothes like it just the fa- it went out of fashion or is it because you just wanted to create your own style and just be your own person you know because back then you would be stereotyped or looked that funny you know if you decided to wear joggers or a tight fitting shirt or you know even those shorts that are coming back you know men got the shorts that are like they stop at the thigh you know a lot of females don't like that men wear them but you know me I'm just hey if you like it I love it period you know but that's even another style that came back I think that was what back in the 70s or 80s you know the basketball players they wore the shorts that were that little you know with the mid or hat top sneakers like it's just amazing how things come back like I'm here for it I love it but chime in let me know your thoughts and let me know if you were one of those people and then also if you like the little shorts that the men are wearing I'm not gonna call them little shorts but the fast shorts well not fast shorts um the new trend we'll say that of the shorts that the men are wearing uh but chime in let me know your thoughts let's go ahead and keep this thing moving listen to some more throwback music and i will be back right after this I hope you all did enjoy that song. Once again, that was OI, and that was by The Game featuring Young Thug and Seven. Now, I actually came across this story because I'm a pretty big reader. Like, I just love to read new and different things. I love to read. So I actually came across this short story, and I felt like this was something that, you know, I'd love to share with everybody just in case you never heard it. But the name of the story is The Ultimate Test. So one night, four college students stayed up late partying, even though they knew they had a test to take the next day. So the next morning, they came up with a plan to get out of having to take their test. Each student rolled around in dirt and then went to the teacher's office. They told the teacher that they had gotten a flat tire the night before, and they spent the entire night pushing their car back to campus. The teacher listened, and to the student's delight, he offered a retest three days later. On the day of the test, the students went to their teacher's office. The teacher put all four of the students in separate rooms to take the test. The students were okay with that because they had been given a chance to study. 
the test only had two questions. The first question was, what's your name? Which was worth one point. The second question was, which tire was flat? And that was worth 99 points. So the moral of this story is to always take responsibility for your own actions. And this means not blaming other people for your mistakes, not complaining about the reality of the present moment, and not giving in to other people's pressures. Like, I don't know about you all, but that story itself was just like, it was hilarious. But at the same time, it most definitely just made you think about different things. You know, like if you were to put yourself in those students' positions, you know, and let's just say it was work bound, you know, so we'll say that you knew you had this really important meeting the next day, or you had this really important conference or, you know, this really important project that was due the next morning, you know, but you were out the night before either celebrating out with friends or, you know, just being an adult, you know, so, so instead of being an adult and doing the most responsible thing, you know, we decide to indulge and have fun, you know, because I mean, we're supposed to have fun sometimes, right? Yes. But at the same time, when that next morning comes, you know, and you're unprepared or you're late or, you know, you can't really blame anyone but yourself, you know what I mean? Because you put yourself in that position that night before you knew that there were things that you had to do that next day. But what did you do? You know, you decided to say, hey, I'm good at it. You know what I mean? I can go out and party, wake up for work the next day. Like it's nothing, you know, but sometimes when you have, it's like one thing to go to work day to day, you know, but it's another thing when you have something really important, you know what I mean? It's not the same thing as being able to, you know, get through your morning extremely quickly and bam, bam, thank you, ma'am, you're done. You know what I mean? It's like, it sometimes takes time for you to practice. You know what I mean? You have to study for certain things. And with that story, I just felt like that story was like, you know, something that maybe everybody needs to hear every once in a while, you know, because I know I get into that mode sometimes, you know, where it's like, oh my goodness, I knew God darn well that I should not have gone out. I should not have done this, you know, but I decided to, and then I pay for it the next day, you know, and I think the worst thing is that have you ever went out with someone, you know, and they're off the next day, but you have to go to work. You know what I mean? So you're tired and they're at home sleeping. You know what I mean? And once again, you can't do nothing but blame anybody but yourself. You know what I mean? It's not their fault. They're off or they're not working, whatever. You know what I mean? So they get to sit back and relax and enjoy the day and get to sleep it off, but not you. You know what I mean? You have to get up early and keep things moving, you know? So it's like, damn. But once again, it is on you to take responsibility for your own actions. You know, that's what it comes down to. But I really felt like that was a really positive story, you know, and it's just something that's needs to be talked about from here and there, you know, because sometimes being an adult takes us on different routes, you know, puts us in different mindsets, you know, so sometimes we got to regroup and refocus, you know what I mean? And I felt like that story was like kind of a way just to think about, you know, some of the actions that you do, you know, because nobody likes a a finger pointer, you know, I don't like somebody that blames every single other person for 
what happened to them you know because it's like when do you accept responsibility like okay it was me it was my fault this happened because of me you know you're accepting fault somewhere you know and it's I just I'm coming into contact with more people that are okay with finger pointing you know and the thing with finger pointing is that you don't really understand the lesson you know you don't get to understand exactly you know what you're supposed to learn from that you know and how you can progress and become a better you you know but that's just how i look at things but be sure to chime in let me know what you think if you're a finger pointer if you accept responsibility for your own actions if you have in the past and it made you into the person that you are today you know be sure to chime in let me know but let's go ahead and keep things moving i'm that was about the money by ti featuring young thug most definitely a throwback or favorite so when i used to watch ti's reality show him and tiny i can't believe i can't think of the name of it i want to say it was called the ti and tiny show but anyway when i was watching that show there was this one episode where he was talking with his one son damani you know and they were actually making a bet about something you know and it was like not too long after that this song came out you know so it's like when i heard the song you know the part when he's like if it ain't about the money you know if i wasn't mistaken i swear it sounds like he's saying if it ain't about the money you know what i mean like he's putting his son's name like ti lost the bet and the bet was for him to have to put his son's name in the song you know so i don't know that's just me i could be just i don't know but you know that's not like he's saying the money song the money's name i mean you know but hey so i want to talk about some reality tv now you know me i most definitely watch me some reality tv when i definitely have the chance you know i'm not someone that can sit there and just binge watch a bunch of shows but, but at the same time you know i'll go and i watch something so it's like I'll be watching them sometimes with my sister, you know, and she'll be like, dang, you didn't watch them yet. You're not caught up yet, you know, and I don't binge watch stuff. So, you know, I have to like watch it when I can watch it, you know, but I've been recently watching this new show called Baddies, you know, and I think I actually told y'all a bit about the uh, Baddies of Las Vegas, you know, most definitely my girls, you know, but here we go with Baddies of the South, you know, and this is, um, really hosted by Natalie Nunn. For those of you who don't know, Natalie Nunn was in uh, season four of the Bad Girls Club. You know, another one of my throwback favorite reality TV shows. But anyway, so it's pretty much a group of women in a house, you know, and they're all bad in their own ways. You know, some women think that bad means fighting. Some women think that bad means dressing. Some women think that bad means finessing, fucking whatever. You know what I mean? But to each his own, bad is what you make it. You know, and at least that's how I look at it. So all these women are put in a house, you know, and they're pretty much traveling different places and, you know, just showing that they're bad, you know. So it's a few different familiar faces that I've seen in reality TV before, you know, but then there's also a few new ones, you know. So the one I'm rocking with is Rock, you know, Krishan Rock, most definitely my girl. Like, but anyway, she gets into it with one of the people, uh, Persuasion. Long story short, she beats her up. I mean, she puts her in the sink. Like, I ain't never seen nobody get beat up in the sink before. <laughs> I'm gonna just say, like, I have never seen that in history, you know what I mean? But Krishan Rock gives off the whole vibe, like, you know, 
you could just tell the type of background that she grew up in you know what I mean like you have to survive and there's just certain things that you got to know and you know you've been in certain situations then just if you know you know you know like yes but um this show most definitely um something to talk about something to watch you know it's very similar to bad boys that was another show that was on the zeus network also you know and i definitely give it to zeus you know in the beginning i was like oh my goodness like i don't know what zeus is doing and you know but it's like any other business you know you got to start a business you got to work out the kinks and find out the missing links and you know you shall prosper but i really fucks with zeus so when you get a chance watch zeus they actually have a few different shows even b simone she had a little dating show on there sometime back you know and it was really entertaining you know i mean i watch these shows because it's entertainment you know like i just i like entertainment sometimes and there's nothing wrong with that you know but most definitely one of my favorite new shows you know and then i finally caught up on all american i don't know if any of you ever watched that i think it starts off on like the cw network but i actually catch it on netflix you know and i was actually behind the season like there's a whole new season out right now that i haven't even watched because i just got done watching season two or season three i don't even know but i know i was behind so that's another really good show you know you got spencer james he's like the the neighborhood hero you know he's always trying to save his neighborhood you know and sometimes you have to have somebody like that you know that you want things to stay say the same you know what i mean sometimes you don't always need change i mean although change is good for everybody it just depends on the situation the people the environment etc but yes all american definitely a must watch if you have not watched that be sure to check that show out and last but not least let's talk about some p valley oh my goodness now for starters i feel like it took p valley forever to come back out you know they like gave us a hell of a first season you know p valley's on uh stars i also think it's available on amazon uh, p valley most definitely gave us a freaking hell of a first season you know so they come back with season two with a bang you know you could tell like that everything about p valley has changed you know like the whole vibe the network the just everybody the looks of everybody like definitely a big come up you know but in a positive way you know and even the show itself so if you haven't watched p valley let me break it down for you real quick so p valley is pretty much um how can i say it? p valley is pretty much the life of strippers that's all i'll say it, you know what i mean and i look at stripping as any other job regardless okay they're in there taking their clothes off all right okay all right what's next you know but it's like any other job i gotta get up and go to my job they gotta get up and go to their jobs that just that their jobs pay a lot more money probably than mine but you know they get up and they go to work and you know it's just things that they deal with too you know being a promoter being a club owner you know being an artist it's not just focused on the stripping itself you know but it's most definitely a really 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 good show so yes they're on season two and there's just a lot of good things going down you know you got uncle clifford definitely one of my favorites but be sure to check that out and like i said i think that is on amazon as well as stars oh and let me top it off with the shy i didn't even get to watch it yet but the shy's new season just came out that's also on showtime so 
that's one of my favorites too. If you, I definitely talked about this in past segments, but once the shot gets the moving, we'll get the vibing about it. But be sure to chime in and let me know what you all think, um, what shows you're watching, if you're vibing with P Valley, if you're vibing with All American, or if you watch Baddie South. Be sure to chime in, let me know what you guys think. Either leave me a voice message or send me a comment at vibing with my cat. Yeah, but let's go ahead and shuffle up this playlist and let's. Yes, yes, yes. Now that's what I'm talking about. All right, I can say it now. So that was You and That by E40 and T-Pain. And that was also Let's Get Down by Tony Tone Tone. Yes, two throwbacks for real. So You and That definitely took me back to the club scenes, you know, just dancing. T-Pain was always just that artist that, I mean, Anytime I went to the club, I had to hear a T-Pain song because at that time he was just hot. I mean, every song he dropped was just like perfect club music, perfect dancing music, you know, and then to put E-40 on the track definitely just gave it that spice, that splice, that word I'm looking for. It ain't nice, but you know, it definitely just gave the song a totally different sound. And then listening to let's get down you know when you really really listen to the lyrics of a song you know it kind of for me it takes me back to the 90s you know and it makes me sometimes be like dang i wonder what the clubs were like you know back then i know they were totally different than what they are now you know but just listening to the type of music sometimes that they heard in the club versus what we hear now you know like our music nowadays has most definitely changed in a totally different direction you know good and bad but it's still good music regardless, you know? So listening to those two songs also takes me back, you know, I forgot what I was watching. Um, I had to be watching, I don't remember, but I was watching something on TV and they were showing, you know, people from back in the day, it was like an older movie. So, you know, it showed the girl with the, she had on the earphones and I'm talking about the headphones that were, they had that little metal piece at the top, you know, and they were like really cheaply made, you know, but they had the, um, the part that goes on your ears and then it was either the Walkman or the CD player, you know, before the CD players, we had the Walkmans, you know, and it's just amazing to think that that's how we listen to our music. You know, nowadays we just plug our phones in, put our ear pods or our headphones on and keep it moving. You know, back then you had to rewind your tape and, you know, I'm even talking back to when certain jams came on the radio, like here we had Whammo, you know, so when certain songs came on Whammo, you used to hurry up and run to your cassette player so that you can record that song and listen to it later you know because it just music was so different it just wasn't so accessible like it is now you know and sometimes it makes you wonder like dang do you think some artists would still sell the music or the cds that they sell or shall I say the, they would make the money off the music they sell, you know, if things were how they were back in the day, you know what I mean? I mean, you just never know, but you know, even like I had seen something on Facebook and it was like, you know, kids nowadays will never understand the struggle. And it was showing like a, a cassette player or like a cassette tape, you know, and it was like halfway out of the boom box and the rest of the tape was all caught up in the inside of the boom box, you know, and it was like taking that pencil or that pen, having to wind it back out. I mean, OMG and even down to the CDs players you know you couldn't drop it or the batteries came out the CD popped out you scratched it you know and I just
just I'm just amazed sometimes when I really pay attention to how far music has came, you know. But I don't know what it is about listening to older songs, you know, that bring up those memories of, you know, just some things that just take us back, you know, even being a child, you know, having like, I remember coming up, I don't remember, I had to, I was still young, but they came up with green and purple ketchup. Like I remember actually having green and purple ketchup. Like whose idea was it to create green and purple ketchup? But it was the most craziest thing ever, you know? So if you were definitely a part of that generation, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, you may just be a little too young to remember. But yes, there was green and purple ketchup and the CDs, the tapes, um, I mean, the headphones have came, I can't believe we have AirPods now. I mean, we had headphones like, you know, and sometimes we bought them from the Dollar Tree and it was just this little piece of material. And, you know, sometimes if you lost a little piece that goes on the air, you still put it on. And that thing was so uncomfortable down to the metal band. The ones with the metal band were probably the cheaper ones, but other than that, they had the little plastic piece, you know, but Honestly, it's just amazing just to see how far we have came, you know, even being able, even being able to record a segment, being able to record yourself, you know, I mean, just things have came such a long way, especially cell phones. Now think about the phones back in the day, you know, they were definitely the big old phones that sat on people's faces. I'm going to say their faces, you know, just imagine walking around with that in your pocket. Like how far would you really get, you know, cell phones, beepers, I mean, it's just, it's really amazing when you really think about how much we have evolved and, you know, we're not even done to be in, we're not even close to being done yet. You know, it's still technology is evolving every single day, but be sure to hit me up. Let me know your best pastime memories when it comes to music. If you were more of a tape person, a CD person, you know, if you like when a change came up, I mean, remember when iPods first came out, you know? It's, it's, ah, I just, I can't believe how far we have came, but be sure to chime in. Let me know what type of person you were. If you were in the CDs, if you were in the tapes, if you just remember all of these crazy things that are only memories now for most of us, you know, all we could do is just reminisce on the things we grew up on. You know what I mean? And kids today will most definitely never understand our struggle. And I'm going to say it again, kids today most definitely will never understand our struggle, but chime in, let me know your thoughts, your opinions. Let's go ahead and keep things moving. Listen to a little bit more music and I will be right back after this. Yes, yes, yes. I love me some Lizzo. For those of you that did not get to hear it, that was good as hell by Lizzo. Now, Lizzo's energy is most definitely always on a million. I'm going to say a million, but it's always in a positive way. You know, like anytime that I see Lizzo, no matter if she's on an interview, no matter if she's just living her life, you know, posting her videos, posting her pictures on Instagram, you know, I automatically smile. You know, because Lizzo is definitely one of those people that could give two fucks what anyone got to think or what anyone has to say. You know what I mean? She's going to do her regardless, you know, and to find that trait nowadays is like so hard you know it's like a challenge sometimes you know to really find people that just don't care what other people think and not necessarily in a bad way like 
you know, you have some people out here, like I was watching this video and, you know, this woman was upset. I forgot exactly what happened, you know, but pretty much she's just like, people are raising their kids to be, you know, to, to not care, you know, don't, to not have any sympathy pretty much for anything or anyone, you know? And it's like, when it comes to something, it's like that, you know, that's like a different mindset, you know? So when I speak on, you know, someone and not caring what other people think. I mean, it's like the positive things that you do, the things that make you feel good and better about yourself, you know, especially if you were somebody, you know, that may have been teased or, you know, may have had low self-esteem, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like just to not care what other things, not to care what others think and to also just live your life is like, the most empowering thing, you know, that that's the most empowering trait someone could ever have, you know, and Lizzo most definitely gives that to me in every single song. Like, yes, can she get a hand clap, please? Like, yes, yes, yes. You know, just her whole feeling, her whole vibe in that song, good as hell. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like, I'm the shit. Like, either way, like, I am the shit, you know? And if you don't have that mindset, then it's definitely one to think about developing, you know? Especially the times that we're in now, you know? It's like, um, it's to the point where it's like, it's in the middle, you know? Because I look at it like, you have a lot of people that are into, we'll say designer, designer labels, you know what I mean? So when you see them, you know, you automatically think designer labels, you know, that's just, that's all they rock. And then you have people that could care less about wearing a designer or anything, you know, as long as they know they look good, then that's all that matters, you know? And I kind of think that that's where, you know, it should really be at, like, you know, people shouldn't be judged because of, you know, the clothes that they wear, you know, I mean, I just, I could be that one person that thinks that, but you know, at the end of the day, I just don't feel like me wearing design or anything makes me, Oh, I'm this. And I'm not saying, you know, that I don't wear that. I'm somebody that wouldn't wear it, you know, but just looking at everything, I don't feel like I have to wear design or anything every day. I know I'm the shit. I know how much money I have, you know what I mean? So I don't feel like I have to, you know, be like, I, she's bummy or whatever because she don't get on designer you know and I don't know where that started I mean I don't know I guess it's always been like that when you really think about it it's most definitely always been like that you know but I guess it's definitely more um it's it's around more because of social media and just because you know the times that we're in you know but be sure to hit the link let me know what you guys think and let's go ahead and keep things moving that was most definitely I feel like I played a little bit of all throwbacks you know I didn't want to go too oldie but goodie and I didn't want to go to 90s because we're saving that for another day I just wanted to keep it short and snappy but I wanted to get on here and vibe with everybody you know I was in a throwback music type of mood I wanted to vibe about a few things and 
you know, we did a little bit of everything. But if you did enjoy tonight's segment, be sure to tune back in here next Thursday. Uh, and also tune back in here on Saturday for Music Sousa Soul. That's most definitely this Saturday night. So be sure to tune back in here. Also, be sure to like, share, and subscribe if you have not yet done so. And also be sure to chime in. Let me know what y'all are thinking about this segment. And also chime in. Let me know what else you would like to hear. But in the meantime, I hope everyone did enjoy this segment. I know, like I said, it was a bit short and snappy, but I do once again, thank you all truly for vibing in with me. It most definitely means the world and it just makes me keep going. But in the meantime, between time, be sure to enjoy the rest of your beautiful day and I'll vibe with you all on Saturday. Have a good day. Vabbin' with Mo Cat, ayy, ayy. Vabbin' with Mo Cat, ayy, ayy. Vabbin' with Mo Cat.